Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever it is that you're doing right now. But this is still the first Black Champ Podcast, and I'm Cam Quotes. And I am J.R. Bang. Make sure you rate, like, subscribe to us on iTunes, on Google Play. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do the rating. Let some people know that this is a podcast that you need to check out, First Black Champ Podcast. Mm-hmm. Make sure you also check us out on the Barber's Chair Sports Podcast Network. We are almost a year into the podcast. Yeah, almost a year. Like, literally, like, maybe, what, three episodes away from the official year, if that? Yeah, and, and next week, I will be in the same studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and much like um, how we started in the same studio, we'll get to, like, the one year in the same studio. So that's that's yeah. that's a pretty epic uh, thing. However, that's that's dope. You know what I'm saying? So that... You know, I can't think of anything but work I've done for a straight year. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, which is, <laughs> like, which is also... Matter of fact... It definitely will be the uh, the one year when that happens because we started this podcast right after my wedding. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, thank we you. We have a double anniversary, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? That um, okay, yeah. So a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, man, I guess I mean I guess we got to start off with the um, um, I guess the saddest news. Um, depending on what generation wrestling fan you are, and uh, depending on how you feel on the next topic that we're going to uh, talk about here, but um, uh, um, R.I.P. to Big Van Vader, aka the Mastodon. Um, this was very um, hurtful to me. You know what I'm saying? I love Vader. Um, Vader was one of the. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys remember our Big Men episode, but he definitely like made my my top five. Or top ten when we were discussing big men um, in the world of professional wrestling. Um, always been a fan. I loved him super healed out, even though somehow he ended up being likable uh, <laughs> in the WWE, which was the F still at the time. But um, Vader uh, definitely uh, I, what, what they would call, I guess, um, a, a hybrid big man. They, they would say like now, you know what I'm saying? And he was a, a crazy, uh, a lot more mobile. And athletic than a lot of the big guys we see today, which is kind of disappointing, and we're gonna talk about that. Um, but um, R.I.P. to Vader. Um, got the news. What was that? Um, what was that? Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Yeah, so Wednesday, and um, I was hoping to uh, get a chance to sit and watch some old Vader matches on YouTube or something, or on a network. And uh, I actually didn't get a chance to do that. Um, I didn't even um, read up on the um, the cause of death or if they found out any new developments, but. Um, Definitely wanted to send my condolences and prayers to uh, his family as well. What you got on Vader? Uh, so first, I think it was a case of severe pneumonia, but right. last year, uh, Vader sent out a tweet from his um, Twitter account, his, um, you know, verified Twitter account, mm. that he was dying. Damn. You know, he had heart issues, and, and apparently, like, the doctors gave him a year to uh, to live and um, Jake Carter who was a former NXT superstar mm. NXT and um, Florida Championship Wrestling FCW before NXT superstar um, he confirmed the death on his dad's Twitter um, and he had confirmed before that that his dad was having health issues 
Um, crazy connection. Jay Carter used to date JoJo. Oh wow. Yeah, but but um Salute but to anyway. Him. Um the thing is is that to me, Vader is top five as far as big men goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna separate the big men here. You got your tall big men, like your seven footers, mm-hmm. um, like six well, I say like six eleven, the seven footers. Okay. So you got like Diesel, Sid, um, you know, those guys, Undertaker, mm-hmm. Kane. Mm-hmm. You got those people. But then you got the the, the, the big big men. Mm-hmm. You know, the three hundred and fifty pounds wide big men. So it's almost like going to destination XL. So you got your shit for your tall people and you got shit for the wide people. So people like Bam Bam Bigelow, people like Vader, um, you know, people of that ilk. I think if you if you use the, the, the big angle instead of the tall, mm-hmm. Vader is my number one. Okay. Um and and this goes back to the first time I remember seeing Vader and I think it was his debut. Mm-hmm. Um but it was the vignettes in like ninety because I know I've already stated that the first pay per view that I ordered was um, Wrestle War ninety one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Vader made his debut at the Great American Bash ninety. Okay. Um, and this is when they were showing the vignette for him being from Japan. He's gonna have the mask. He had the elephant joint that he used to put on. Yeah. Um, he used to take it off, put it on the um, put it on the ramp, and the joint will bring out smoke. And that's how you get the crowd hype. And they'll show some of his matches. Um, you know, as a vignette, mm-hmm. he debuted, but you didn't see him a lot. So after that, the first time I actually see Vader on a pay per view is a match that it turned out that I learned out learned about years later was some of the biggest matches in Japan. Matter of fact, this match outsold Mike Tyson versus Buster Douglas in Japan, which happened the night before they wrestled. Wow. Stan Hansen, um, a lot of people know Stan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually just inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um he was formerly in WCW, Cowboy Gimmick. Um, basically, like, if you see JBL, you see Stan Hansen. Yeah. Um, just a cleaner version. Like. Yeah, just a cleaner version. <laughs> um, but Stan Hansen and Vader had a match in Japan where Vader's eye popped out. Yeah, that's crazy. After a punch. And he took off the mask and popped it back in. Mm. And continued wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I don't know about you, but if my eye pops out of socket, I am crying like a bitch. Man, life over. Like, I, I mean, yeah. match over for sure. I'm running away and like, yo, I need medical attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bitch at that point. <laughs> hey. Not only was he not a bitch, but he popped it back in. Yeah. He continues wrestling until they stop the fight. Mm. They yeah. Um... So you can catch that match actually on YouTube right now. Man. The Japanese crowd, if you ever watch a Japanese match, they don't get loud like we are. Right. If they get loud before the match and after the match. During the match, it's just... Mm-hmm. Oh. Like it's real, it's real, real wow. spec tennis. It's like, almost like watching tennis. Right. It's basically, it is like watching tennis. Yeah. Until some shit really, really, really happens. <laughs> right. Like, 
your eye popping out, and they see it, and they go, oh, oh, what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> that's it, you know. Um, but that match apparently happened the night after, no, excuse me, the night before, the night before uh, Mike Tyson versus Buster Douglas, and that sold out. So more had more people in the seat than Mike Tyson coming to fight Buster Douglas mm. in the biggest upset maybe in sports history. Yeah. So that's how big wrestling is in Japan. Mm-hmm. That's how big Vader was in Japan. That's how big Stan Hansen was in Japan. Right. Um, but for a lot of people that don't know, a lot of people don't know um, that um, Leon White is Vader's name. Um, mm-hmm. and he was drafted by the Los Angeles Rams um, in the 70s, and he actually played for the team in their Super Bowl run in 1979. Mm-hmm. He is, his career ended with a knee injury, um, and then um, they was like, yo, you want to wrestle? <laughs> um, Brad Reagan's, I believe, like, yo, he found him in the gym. He's like, yo, you want to wrestle? He comes to um, the AWA. He learned under Vern Gagne and everybody goes to the AWA as Baby Bull. Mm-hmm. Then he, um, Baby Bull Leon White. Then he goes to um, Bull Power Leon White. Um, and then he went to Japan. And I'm bringing it up because what it's just like baseball and other sports. Like Johnny Football um, goes from you know, Texas A&M to, to the Cleveland Browns gets drugged out, messed up, and now he's in the Canadian Football League. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be very successful in Japan enough to stay your ass over there. Right. When it comes to wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, Stan Hansen to me could have been bigger than he was in wrestling. Like, a lot of people only remember his uh, War Games match with Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, and also his match, uh, his I think it was a four pointers match with Lex Luger, um, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and some of his time in the U, in the WWF, um, including some of his matches with um, Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. But Stan Hansen went to Japan and stayed his ass in Japan, mm-hmm. the Texan, making money. May have been, may still to this day, be the biggest American wrestler ever in Japan mm. and Vader might be second okay. um, and that's why Vader inducted Stan Hansen into the WWE Hall of Fame mm-hmm. so I know we know Vader from his WCW days when he beat the shit out of things yeah. to win the title <laughs> um, but also Vader dropped the title to Ron Simmons which yeah. made Ron Simmons the first black heavyweight champion yeah there. The name of this podcast is First Black Cat. Yeah. And um, so it's a lot to Vader other than, you know, I know a lot of people probably just remember him from the WCW days, but it's a lot to Vader than a lot that you should just look up and you like, yo, this dude is a well-traveled big man, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, yeah, a salute to Vader for, you know, because I'm sure, you know, there were uh, some other uh white champions that probably didn't want to drop their title to the black wrestler. And, uh, you know, even in the early 90s, that's still a big thing for it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we, we hear about the politics more now than ever um, with uh, who's dropping the title to who and why and what and who ain't going to do what. And uh, so that's commendable in itself. So, yeah, man, I mean, hey, you said enough there. I don't want to try to sully it with trying to, like, be cool. You know what I'm saying? So, um, R.I.P. Leon White, a.k.a. Van 
Vader, Big Van Vader, the Mastodon. Um, hashtag real, May real, Days. Hashtag Taurus Gang. Huh? And real quick, if you do want to learn more, uh, check out the Something to Wrestle episode on Vader. Okay, there you um, go. Um, shouts out to Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. They give a a great in depth, and that's when I heard the you know like that's when they mentioned the hard stuff, mm-hmm. and that podcast was last year too. Um, so they go in depth about um, Vader in the WWE um, and some of the things that uh, even as a big man that he even though he was a big dude and he wasn't no bitch mm-hmm. you know how Shawn Michaels kind of bitched him right. <laughs> you know um, so yeah but you get an in-depth look at Vader and, and how important he was to the game um, so go ahead and check that out definitely hey and you know um, at least he got to another birthday you know what I'm saying? Hashtag May Days. Hashtag Taurus Gang. Leon White. Big Van Vader. Born May 14th. Yeah. 1965. There you go. So, hey. So awesome. So, yeah. No prayers and condolences to his family and his real friends. I always say real friends and you know why. Um, yeah. And um, I, I know that I am going to uh, consume some Vader content just to keep uh, me uh, in, in good memory of him. I wish... Um, that um man, people couldn't like kind of predict their death like that. Like man, that's scary. But uh, maybe he could have stayed alive somehow. But maybe not, you know. But hey, you know, R.I.P. Vader. Um, as we stick with R.I.P.s, and I and I really do mean that. Um, um, R.I.P. the big cast career apparently. Um, and uh, I want to say, well, I'm not gonna say this never happened, but I'm gonna tell you why. Um how this happened so also during this week uh big cast and i forget his last name but i know his last name is like morrissey i forget his real name though um william there, william Morris. there you go he has uh, a white republican yeah absolutely so it all makes sense um he was released this week and um uh the wwe um hr department gave him one bar <laughs> they were like um yeah big cast is no longer with the wwe <laughs> no, we wish him well on his future endeavor. No, not, 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 a, not, not the timeline. Not he was in the very popular tag team. No, no, none of that. No, it's just like, nah, hey, yo, he ain't here no more. All right, like that's. It's just like, um, you know, um, even if you see the movies or if you see like, um, that one employee, like when the one employee get fired or, or quit that nobody really likes. You know, and your manager come up to you and be like, oh, yeah, hey, yo, hey, you know, Ronnie, hey, he ain't here no more, all right? Don't let him in the building. And then you just be like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, 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 that's it? You ain't going to tell me what he did? You ain't going to tell me what he didn't do? You ain't, like, what, what happened? He's like, no, he just don't work here, fam. All right. That's it. <laughs> so that's it. And um, and I think um, it was Bleacher Report. You shared an article with me on Bleacher Report, um, which I think um, really alludes to a lot of maybe what we've seen from Big Cass or not seen in the last year. So I don't know about you, right? But when I read it, um, Big Cass sounded like a raging, abusive alcoholic. Yep, that's how I read it. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure because, um, you know, it said um, uh, that now this is um, the clincher apparently was, you know, he... Um, got a little aggressive, you know, saying did did the, did the come here bitch grab arm, you know, arm grab, I should say, the come here bitch arm grab to Carmella backstage. 
Uh, a couple people had to be like, yo, hold on, man. This ain't even the, splay, the place for that. Hold on. And then uh, that led to like, yo, you out of here. So, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I don't want to talk this all in because I'm sure you got more on that. No, what I was about to say is you got to be, you got to had done something stupid for Vince McMahon to get mad at you. Okay. Yeah. That, the, you, you've had to do something stupid for Vince to get mad at you. Now, it was amongst other things, a couple other things, like, for example, when he had the, the, the little man, um, the little person come as David, I mean, Daniel Bryan, yeah. um, he took some liberties with the little man. Uh, which was kind of messed up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he reportedly wasn't fond of his standing within the company. So what I'm thinking is, um, what do you thought you were supposed to be a champion? Well. And, and he's supposed <laughs> to be a... And here's another thing. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, this is pure speculation. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you speculate things Mm-hmm. And you just you just until somebody denies it is going to be true to you. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. He was a very big Trump supporter. Apparently, <laughs> Vince mm-hmm. McMahon's wife is in the Trump administration, mm-hmm. which means that Vince McMahon is connected more than wrestling to the Trump administration, right? Absolutely. It ain't a lot of people out here in businesses, you know, saying, "Hey, yo, I'm, I, I'm a Trump supporter. It is what it is." Right. He was one of those guys. I'm starting to believe that part of the reason why he was such a a Trump supporter is because of his employer. Hmm. Okay. And maybe he thought that he can get over if he was one. Because his boss is one. Mm. Which in turn made a lot of people in the locker room go, get your clown ass out of here. <laughs> right? <laughs> so by then, he's back, knees back in that thing. And he think, man, you know, I should, I should be bigger than what I am. Mm-hmm. What's really going on? Like, we identify with each other. Why am I just, you know, why am I not the champ? Vince mm. McMahon says, um, buddy, I don't give a fuck who you like. <laughs> you still got to put in that work. So get your clown ass out of here. <laughs> he started drinking a little bit heavy. He thought he could do certain things. Get the drinking a little bit heavy, you know. This goes after, and 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 this is all rumors that they say. You know, this is just speculation and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about you, but when any man gives the the, the grab arm grab, mm-hmm. as as the young lady walks away, like bitch, don't to me that to me that shows signs of this ain't the first time this nigga didn't put his hands on. Her. Yeah, yeah. When a white dude does it. I won't go no further because we got white people that listen. Yeah, but I mean, hey, but I mean, they do need to hear the truth. But um, to to <laughs> <laughs> to rewind it though, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, hey, the people write those people write those moments and scripts for a reason. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I will say that, um, uh, obviously either Big Cass has listened to the first Black Champ podcast and towing my proclamations <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or he just, um, he just really believed in his mind. But I think, um, Oh yeah, of course. Well, that's of course. We'll, and we can get into that in like two minutes, but but real quick, <laughs> but real quick. What I what I believe is, um, as far as his place in the company, I I mean I've said it. Uh, Vince McMahon likes big white guys. He likes giants. He likes people that he can believe our attractions. I don't think skill wise or athletically he lived up to that, but he was still going to get the push anyway. Remember, guys. What I said, which I now have to get rid of now. I, I got to get rid of my, um, my, uh, my uh, proclamation or my, uh, my uh, future, uh, Vince Future, uh, WrestleMania, uh, main event, which was supposed to be Baron Corbin versus Big Cass for a title on or by WrestleMania 40. Um, however, however, injuries like plague both of them. Um, and, uh, I think Big Cass more than, uh, than Baron Corbin because at least he can go out and have a few matches. He can be good for at least a quarter and then fall off. But Big Cass, I think he hurt and I don't think that he's he can recover. I don't I really don't think he can. Um and to me, I thought that's why he was losing to Daniel Bryan. I was like, well this nigga still kinda hurt anyway. So we might as well just get Bryan further over on dude and be done. And now I'm starting to believe it was really because it was rumors in the back that maybe Carmella avoided um, getting punched in the face and he punched the wall backstage and that's what happened. I'm sure the John Cena inf- uh, rumor didn't make it any better. Um, and um, I'm sure that um, him uh, almost uh, 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 getting hurt, what was that, three weeks ago um, before the pay-per-view, uh, wh- where it looked like he wasn't going to be, like where he wasn't going to be medically cleared. I'm sure that didn't help either. So, um yeah, I believe he started hitting the bottle in the middle of rehab um, for his uh, ACL when they were trying to get him over on his partner, Enzo. And then, um, you know, I do believe um, that you are also correct in his, well, I'm just going to go with what the company says, you know, a.k.a. Um, oh, I'm down with Trump. Oh, yeah, fuck Enzo. Oh, um, yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever gets me closer to the world title. That's that's what I want to do. I want to be I want to be that company guy. I want to be the guy that is going to um, just align myself in everything Vince or just WWE Corp, and that's just going to be it. And I think what he missed in all of that is you got to have the talent to back it up too, sir. <laughs> like you got to get in the ring, you got to wrestle, you got to be in attraction, you got to sell T-shirts, you got to do it all. You know what I'm saying? Um. And um, I just don't think he could live up to it. And as um, Carmella starts to shine and finally get her um, run popping, she wins money in the bank, and then she then cashes in, wins the title, and like, he's thinking, damn, now my bitch got a title before I do. Enzo got a title before I did. I was supposed to be the guy that was supposed to win out of this trio. I, like, I was, I was supposed to be the guy, and I'm not. And... Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what, um, uh, Big Cass might have been doing, uh, in his past or present, or if he just got to a certain level and felt, I don't have to put in the work anymore. But I think all of that snowballed into this situation that got him the one bar from the HR department from the WWE. Yes. Look, man, 
You fucking John Cena or you fucking Big E? Hey. I mean, if I'm Carmella, I mean, if, if I'm Carmella, the choice is obvious. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Mella is money, huh? Yeah. Mella won money when I was there. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's going on here? Mellow won money when I was here. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, Mellow's money. Mm. Nah. What are you fucking? Yeah. It's none of your business, Cass or William. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no Colin. <laughs> not you. And he said, what, bitch? And he grabbed on. <laughs> like, don't fucking walk away from me. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny because we know the dialogue, right, and because it, it really happened. The, the dialogue, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because you can, if, if this is true, you know what the conversation is. Mm-hmm. And, and hey, and here's the thing: we're in a climate right now where you can't, you don't, one, you're supposed to do this at all, right? Right. Yeah. That's, that's first and foremost. Not supposed to do this at all. However, we're at a climate that you doing something like this can end your career. Now, mm-hmm. is TNA or well, is Impact Wrestling thirsty enough to to jump on the the William Morrissey bandwagon? Man, I think that is Ring of Honor. I think honestly, yeah, I think it's, we just got through talking about staying here. Mm-hmm. Just got through talking about Vader. Mm-hmm. I look at I, now. Do I believe that Big Cass is talented? Yes, and he's not my cup of tea, you know, in the wrestling ring. But I believe that he's talented. I see Big Cass as somebody that could go to Japan and she could be a big star and eventually be back in the WWE. Mm. Okay, because everybody comes back. Yeah. Other than CM Punk, everybody comes back. His ass need to come back too. Yeah, and, and I and honestly, I think CM Punk coming back is more likely than Big Cass coming back now. And, and I'm glad you you segue really right into my next question, so I don't even gonna ask the question. But here's my deal: uh, even though I did say he was going to main event a WrestleMania between now and number forty, I thought that was gonna be all WWE hype beast engine that makes it happen. I I'll be honest, especially when they separated and the whole Big Show thing, like, he didn't look impressive. Like, I have not seen a match uh, solo or tag team where Big Cass literally looked impressive. So, that's an element you need to have. Like, his entrance is lame as fuck. You know what I'm saying? He's not a great mic guy. And even for his build, even though he getting the um, the senior citizen hips already, he doesn't. I mean, he's just he doesn't appear to be that athletic, and maybe that is why he's getting hurt so much. You know, I mean, you can't you can't just throw oil on any seven foot guy, and he's going to be a star. I don't think the other programs, which I'll give them this respect, you got to really have wrestling talent in TNA or Ring of Honor or in Japan to really get over. Like, they're not going to package you and make people say you hot and then they believe you hot. Like, it's, just, it's not going to happen that way. And that's, and that's what big cast needs. Um, in, in my estimation, in my estimation. Um, that, that's not saying that he can't do anything in wrestling. 
I just don't think he's going to be a marquee wrestler that is going to uh, full circle bring his way back to the WWE. Because then yeah. by then he'll be too fucking old. <laughs> like, to, I mean, I ain't saying he's going to wrestle. I, I mean, I've been saying he wasn't going to main event WrestleMania. Yeah, true. But, but I mean, let's, let's, the WWE has had a lot of colorful characters come back. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the main thing of Never Say Never is Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. Okay. Even though they grew up in the WWE, like, right. Jeff Hardy was indicted on drug charges. Yeah. I know they failed more than three drug tests. But look, but. With that, Jeff Hardy is in one of the greatest matches of this millennium. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know Vince believes in white, as you said, Vince believes in tall white men. Mm-hmm. So if you are a white man over seven, if you're a white man over six, eight, you automatically have a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if Vince takes a liking to you. Mm-hmm. You automatically have a chance. Now, if he goes over to Japan and he kills it, just like how when Matt Hardy went back to uh, Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. and killed it with the with the broken Matt angle, mm-hmm. they going to have a talk with you. If he goes to Ring of Honor, if he goes to Mexico, you know, wherever he goes, niggas is going to keep tabs. Oh yeah, of course. The niggas gonna be like yo. So who who popping outside of the company? Hey man, shit, Cass man, he he doing real good in Japan. Now in Japan, they love big tall white guys too. Right. Like Luke Gallows went to Japan after being released by the WWE. Mm-hmm. Became a big star with Carl Anderson. Then became a member of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's like the third member of the Bullet Club, actually. Yeah. Like third or fourth. Yeah. Hey. Um, You're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Prince Albert Prince Albert left, was released from the WWE, went over to Japan as Giant Bernard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came back and was given one of the worst gimmicks ever in life. Yeah. Takashi six nine. Right. <laughs> really put that gimmick on that man and try to push him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, look, man, Prince Albert had to. I feel you, man. Prince, Prince Albert was like, man, let me just get back up in the organization. <laughs> right. I don't know what the fuck. I'm going to do it, though. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it out. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make it work as much as possible. Right. And now he's the head trainer. He's the head trainer um, in, in XB. You mm-hmm. know what? That's that's when you take some some fucked up shit, and you make it work. Word, yeah. Hey. He ain't win no title. That nigga got the job. Right. And, hey. and, and he got a good job too. Like he he's the new Dusty Rhodes. 
Yeah, there you, know, you go. You know, in, in five years, in five years, you're going to see all of the developmental people say, like, how they talked about Dusty Rhodes, like mm-hmm. Seth Rollins and all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, man, Matt Bloom, man, you know, Prince Albert, you know, he, <laughs> he really helped me. Right. He really helped me get to the top. You know, they going to be talking about his ass. Like, Hugh Morris, they hate him, you know. Mm-hmm. But that Matt guy, Matt's dope. But, yeah, they gave him one of the worst, the worst joints ever. And, and, you know, he came back and from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Stan Hansen, Vader. Um, um, the list goes on and on with, with, with tall American whiteness. You yeah. Know? You know, I, I would love to see, I would love to see a tall black American go over to Japan to get the love that they get. You no, know, Bob, where Bob Sapp is. Okay. Bob, shout to Bob Sapp, you know. Well, yeah, man, I think he'll eventually find his way back if he wants to come back. Mm-hmm. If he wants to come back, I think he is, I mean, even if he wants to continue wrestling, if he wants to come back, he, he has a 90-day no-compete clause. Mm-hmm. So in three months, we might see, you know, Morrissey instead of Big K. You know, mm-hmm. They might call him. He might go back to, he might use the first name that he formerly had and, and be Colin Morrissey. Yeah. You know, he might come back, you know, and, and eventually, down the line, not a year from now, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe you have to look at Carmella in the eye and be like, you know, hey, I'm in a better place now. I should be pregnant by then. That's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody going to knock up. But, yeah, man, yeah. like, I think Big Cass will eventually come back because everybody eventually comes back to the WWE. Eventually, mm. you come back. Okay. There's not been one wrestler that I could think of that was highly thought of, mm-hmm. especially white. <laughs> That's been thought of, highly thought of, mm-hmm. really been like really thought of to get like a real big push and shit happen, and then they leave. Okay. Don't come back. I can't think of not one. I'm talking about. We talking about drugs. Right. Violence. They might not let your ass in the Hall of Fame. Right. So, but mm-hmm. so I, I, I guess. Well, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Now is your chance to show and prove, Cass. Like, if you really think you are marquee talent, like you are, you are a team, a game, one of the best in this world. The perfect place for you to do it is somewhere else because the WWE is stacked. You know, NXT, SmackDown, and Raw, they're stacked. Like, any given night, you we could get the greatest wrestling show on earth, but with just the rosters alone. So, I mean, it, you do have, as Judge Mathis says, the burden of proof. So, go go to TNA, go to Ring of Honor, go to Japan. I, shit, go somewhere and make it happen, if that's what you want to do. I'll, I'll be honest. I think, um, I think the 90-day thing is more of a, a rehab type of thing. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think the WWE is worried about him, uh, uh, shooting with a mic on another platform. I believe they think that, um, he will show up on some Scott Hall shit and it will be bad for him. Um, so, uh, they were like, you know what, maybe, you know what, take 90 days off, get your mind right and see what you want to do with your life. Cause you're still very young. Um, and you, and, and you have time. And you know what, another thing too about that? Is and, and to add on to the show and prove part, mm-hmm. the 
this is going to be a lot of shampoo for the WWE developmental too. Yeah. Because, um, and, and, and I had to Google it to make sure. Mm -hmm. And this is another reason why I know he'll be back. Okay. Um, Big Cash was trained by Johnny Rods. Mm. Okay. Johnny Rods is a well-known former WWE wrestler and jobber. Mm. He's a Hall of Famer too. Hey. Uh, Johnny Rods is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, Johnny Rods also trained um, the Dudley Boys and, and a number of other former WWE superstars and legends. Oh, okay. So by being trained by, so it's, it's, it's some people you're trained by and you're automatically into the WWE system, damn it. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Rods is one of those people where you're going to get at least looked at because of who you're connected with. Okay. Okay. And Johnny, and Johnny Rods is one of those people. So he went from training and wrestling under Johnny Rods to coming to the WWF and development. Mm. Right. Right. So, so the majority of his wrestling career was spent under the WWE umbrella. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you look at a lot of these wrestlers now. Mm -hmm. If you look at, you know, um, you know Kevin Owens, um, Sami Zayn, mm -hmm. AJ Styles, um, Daniel Bryan, um, Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. um, these are names who. The majority of the names at the top of the card for WWE are not homegrown talent. Right. They spent some of them spent time at NXT, but they're not homegrown WWE talent. Right. They spent five to ten years trolling, uh, going around in the Indies, uh, becoming big names and other promotions. That's that's why majority of them still got that name. Mm -hmm. You know that they came up with. Mm -hmm. You know, Samoa Joe was a legend in ROH mm -hmm. and is a legend in TNA. Mm -hmm. AJ Styles is TNA. You know, mm -hmm. um, Daniel Bryan, ROH, um, and over in Japan, um, Bobby Roode, mm -hmm. TNA. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a great way of the WWE if he does decide to continue his career for for them to see how their work in developmental when it comes to their wrestlers work outside of the company. Mm, okay. Okay. Because even newer wrestlers like, you know, Keith Lee. Keith Lee is somebody that I talked about last week as I believe that in a couple of years he's going to be your favorite black wrestler. Right, right. Um, Keith Lee has wrestled all over the Indies. So mm. he comes in as... A, the WWE has been getting a lot of ready-made products. They just they just teach them the WWE way of things and then voila. Mm. So now Big Cass gets to be able to do what Cody Rhodes is doing mm. and being able to travel the world and, and really learn the business um, of of wrestling, and not only that, learn how to wrestle in other organizations and and build his career up, but also um, build his knowledge of being inside of the ring mm -hmm. with doing different techniques. You know, building up his character. He's doing that. So when you look, and now when you look at some of the best independent wrestlers 
or or as many lists to put it, the best wrestlers not in the WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes is either number one or number two on that list. Yeah. Or what, he's top three on that list. Mm-hmm. It's either him, Kenny Omega, or Kenny Omega, or Matt Riddle. It's one of the three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, this is a good way for us to look at how WWE developmental really is. Mm. Hey, no, I, 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 yeah, that, I didn't even think about it from that angle. That's great. Um, so man, that's that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that's that's a lot of pressure. But hey, you know that um that does um I think will speak to how you know uh, the WWE not from a sports entertainment angle, but also just from a wrestling angle, like a wrestler's wrestle angle. Well, like, this is the place you really are working your way up to. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, hey, that that's a very telling angle that um, I honestly didn't even think about. So, yeah, wow. Uh, we'll, we'll have to stand by uh, for that. Um, oh, as we put a button on a uh, big cast here, who would have thought that um, out of Enzo, Cass, and Carmella, that Carmella would be the last one standing on the main roster with a title. Not me. Because I didn't see that coming at all. Like, I really just like the little dance steps on the end. You can't beat that. I was like, okay, man, there we go. That's all she needs to do. I'm here for that. I want somebody to tweet us, Facebook us, Mm -hmm. do Instagram DM us. (laughs) And I want you to tell us. Yeah, I knew Carmella was going to be the last person standing. <laughs> she right the entire <laughs> right, right, like yo, they they literally tried to uh, make us forget already that the most shocking moment of probably this decade will be her winning Money in the Bank <laughs> and then being the first one <laughs> because, yeah. because like she she literally was in that Lana Eva Marie Cameron like wrestle women uh level like she was there like she went with bailey sasha charlotte becky she naomi she went with them she's with the other girls <laughs> the other girls was like hey you know what valets could still be popping out here if you can't really do this <laughs> right like she came in she came in the nxt as wait a minute she came in the nxt as enzo's cousin Wow. His hairdressing cousin. Yeah, wow. Wow. And now Mella is money. Yeah. Hey, stay Can't persistent. Stick, and yeah, stay persistent, man. Whatever you want to do in this life, man, stay persistent. Matter of fact, I, I need to start um, tweeting Carmella to get, like, a life advice. I'm like, yo, how, what did you do? What did you do? Well, I mean, we ain't going to speculate because I don't want to put you out there like that. But, you know, I want to know what you did, you know? I got goals too. So yeah. Hey man. Well, first Black Champ podcast, man. Uh, money in the bank happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Okay. Okay. Um how do I want to start this? You know what? Let, let's let's start with just overall. What what do we think um of it? Uh, overall, I'll say the pay-per-view itself, it wasn't that bad. If I have to give it a grade, 
I'll give it a three out of five. And I'll honestly give it a three out of five because of everything that happened with the women that night. Okay. So that's where that's where I'm at with it to start off. Which <laughs> I give it three two. Okay. I was actually leaning lower than that. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And, and I, part of that is because what happened the night before. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take over Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, find the way that was the best joint of the weekend. But um, but you know, seeing now, let me just get this out the way now. Okay. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know I've been saying that Braun Strowman is the uncrowned heavyweight champion. Yes. And 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 I believe that's still to be the case. Mm-hmm. I believe it's so much to be the case that he did not need to win Money in the Bank. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So, Money in the Bank damn near guarantees you the championship in the first place. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna put it on Braun Strowman. Yeah, that's why it's like ah, I get it, but nah, bruh, like nah. Um, I would have rather it went to you know a biggie. Mm-hmm. I would have rather it went to you know the men's. Mm-hmm. I would have rather it went to Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. You know where it just seems more realistic. Imagine this. Mm-hmm. Let, let, I, I'll, I'll just go straight to SummerSlam, right? I know this is not going to happen, but I'll just take it to SummerSlam, right? Okay. Let's just say Roman Reigns wins this multi-man thing, mm-hmm. which I, I think that's going to happen in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he wins this multi-man match where he wins a shot at Brock, at Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. For the title, which first of all I think will get on every last one of our nerves because we're tired of seeing those two wrestlers. Absolutely. All right, but Vince don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right, so at all. let's say that happens. He wins. He goes to to SummerSlam. You know, this is SummerSlam, and you know Brock Lesnar versus you know Roman Reigns for the match mm-hmm. and. They say that this is going to be they either put a gimmick on the match or not. Mm. But let's say that Brock Lesnar wins. Okay. He loses, right? Okay. Say he loses to uh, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Ain't shit got to happen after the match. This ain't got to be like Brock Lesnar ain't got to jump on him or nothing. Right. It could just be the normal match that you get out of the two mm-hmm. where they exhausted afterwards. Mm-hmm. So Roman Reigns' music comes on. The crowd is is booing. <laughs> right, of course. And then a minute or two, you hear roar. Do, 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 do. And he struts down there with the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. He's going to win the match. So it's not like, but, but okay, we, I, yeah, it's dope. We're happy. We know he's going to win the match, but here's the thing. He was probably going to win the match even if this match didn't take place. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Like, when CM Punk won it, he was like, oh, shit. Right. Is he going to lose? I mean, is he, like, 
Let's think of all of the money in the bank women. Mm-hmm. And for the exception of John Cena, mm-hmm. every last money in the bank winner, you said, damn, that's possibility that he ain't going to win it now. Right. Yeah. Brian Strowman, he could just say, hey, I'm going to cash in my money in the bank, and we're just going to wrestle because I don't need to catch you by surprise. Right. So just book him in a damn match. Yeah. Don't give him the money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, hey, I'm I'm totally here with you on that. And um, on on the match real quick, as we as I lead back into that, I um I, the match, I'm sorry, it was super trash to me. It was, well, it was it was whack. It wasn't trash. It was whack to money me. In the bank. Yeah, the actual money in the bank match, because it was like okay, I get the whole let's take Braun out thing, and um, you know they buried him under the ladders and whatever. Um, however, one I was mad that Kofi was the pick, not because I don't like Kofi, but it was like I, I, was I, I literally was like. They literally put the guy that we know ain't going to win in. I was like, honestly, I would have rather Xavier Woods get in just to give us a moment in the match. If they, if you're going to do that, if Big E's not going to be in it, then okay, fine. But then at least give Xavier Woods some shine then and let him create his own moment because we know Kofi's not going to win this match. Um, the Miz didn't really wrestle at all in this match. If like When, when I looked, I was like, how come he in the match but not in the match? Like, that don't make sense to me. So it felt like he wasn't there. Bobby Roode was there, kind of. And really, the match, which, I mean, hey, just say it ain't eight people. The match was Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman uh, versus Finn Balor. That was yeah. the match. And uh, and I'm, then fine. Like, let it be that and be done. Because you got your one, you got your two SmackDown guys and your two Raw guys that were obviously the main ones that were supposed to be in the match and and let the winners come out that way. Um, if if Braun Strowman's if the finish line was Braun Strowman's going to win this match, then let him beat everybody ass, dominate the entire match, and just go get the money in the bank and walk off with it. Don't even make it a match. Because just like you're saying, people don't think Braun Strowman is going to lose anytime he come out the ramp. <laughs> so why would we be putting him in a match like that wouldn't know battle tested um, display of athleticism that heralded him to the uh, the briefcase no it was Braun Strowman Braun Strowman so if that's gonna happen look beat everybody ass like matter of fact it should have been like in my mind it should have been one ladder attempt, and that would have been him going for the briefcase after he beat the shit out of everybody. Like, because, <laughs> your point, yeah. because this is the same man who defeated every tag team on the wall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking exactly. All but one tag team on the wall to win a title shot, which, as Kevin Owens always puts it, he went and picked a 10-year-old out of the crowd. <laughs> right. And won the championship. Mm-hmm. This is the same man who won the largest battle royal in history. Mm-hmm. And he got to win money in the bank. Right. Bruh. No. <laughs> he got to win it. 
Right? It's more special for them to do whatever they can for him not to win. Mm-hmm. Because him winning the money in the bank, the way that he won it, proves that he had to win the shit in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now he's the monster in the bank. Yeah. Ah, bruh, nope. Ain't no way, Vince. I know I'm probably in the minority. <sighs> hey. And I know mainly I'm in the minority because people happy he gonna get the title. Right. But ain't no way you could tell me that that was a point in putting the money in the bank on it. Yeah, nah. You could have put that on. To me, the money in the bank, for the exception of Cena, mm-hmm. Edge, and even, and nah, you know what, I'm nah. I really let back. For the exception of Cena and now Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. the money in the bank is to put someone over. Yeah. Not to put somebody on that's already over. Yeah. That's why I didn't like it when Cena won it. Yeah. I didn't like, and I don't like it even more, when Braun Strowman won it. Because they don't have to. Right. They don't have, They don't need it. It's just like with Jake the Snake. You know, the excuse of Jake the Snake didn't need the title because he was already over. Mm-hmm. I saw, okay, Jake the Snake don't need it. Davey Boy Smith don't need it. Owen Hart don't need it. You don't need the title. So, I right, shit. Braun Strowman don't need money in the bank. Right. That, no, that's true. I mean, and, and, you know, go ahead. Just before you go, you know who could have used it? No. Big E could have used that shit. Yeah. Who used it? Rusev could have used it. You mm-hmm. know who could have used it? The Miz could have used it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Ballard ain't had a damn title. <laughs> Jim Ballard ain't had the title. Only had the title for, 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 for 15 hours. He yeah. can use that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Owens don't need it. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, the, the only time that Kevin Owens will need a title is to work a new angle with uh, Steph and Triple H. That's it. Yes. That's the only time he'll need a title. And I mean, and to your point, I mean, look, looking at some of the lists, I, I had to um, I had to look up some of them. And, and one I extremely forgot. What you you know how what you said is absolute fact because some of the winners of the money in the bank include Sheamus, Alberto Alberto Del Rio, um, you know the Miz, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Probably the biggest pop from somebody cashing in their money in the bank mm-hmm. is Dolph Ziggler on Raw. Yep, um, Rob Van Dam, which and, you know. Go ahead. No, I was like, which, you know, I, I get it. Rob Van Dam is ECW to a lot of people. But, I mean, for the time he won it, the time frame that he won it, no, very big in putting him over. Because not, not only did he put him over, it's where he won it. He won it at the, uh, at the ECW pay-per-view. Yes. If Cena wins, we riot. Yeah. He didn't even cash it in like everybody else cashes in. He said, like, hey, I'm going to use this that money in the bank. And he won it. And when they had a longer title reign, and she didn't smoke weed. Right. And now, you know, once um, the U.S. gets it together, they'll have to give him an asterisk. Like, yo, you should have been the champion longer because now weed is legal everywhere. Um, <laughs> um, oh, Mr. Kennedy, which I forgot he won. But he's the first one that had the custom-made briefcase with the KK on it. So and he didn't cash in only because of injury. Yeah. So they gave it to Edge. Yep. 
Yeah, not because I was like, damn. I was like, damn, what, what the fuck? I was like, that was a, that was the one moment where I actually hated Edge. I was like, damn, this is what they gonna do? But he was like really hurt, and then he started, you know, getting this Green Bay shit, drinking. And- he was hurt, but it turns out that he was hurt. But it turns out that he would have been back. He he came back earlier than expected, so he could have kept shit. Yeah, definitely could have. So hey, <laughs> sorry, Mister Kennedy. Um, but yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, of course, you know, yeah, CM Punk, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, like now, and of course, like we say those names now. Um, no, you know what? He won once, but he kept winning world titles after it. That's what it was, because I, I thought he more won more than once too, but it got to that point where when he won it, he won the big gold belt. I, I believe that was the one that he won. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then, uh, and then it was like, you know, at first he was just, quote, the ECW guy that's shocking the world. And then after Straight Edge Society, he was just like, no, now I just win titles. Like, fuck the dumb shit y'all talking about. Like, <laughs> hey, no, no, he did win it twice. He did? Wait. Yeah, why, he but, won it back-to-back WrestleMania. Whoa. Oh. Because the, um, the, wait, was one of them the one where Sheldon Benjamin did the ladder shit? Yeah, I'm okay. gonna list the winners right here. I'm gonna list the winners right now because I had to Google it. I gotta make sure. And, and 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 I want you to tell me, did they meet the winner? Okay. All right. Um, and I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give give you the people that was in the match too. Okay, and and, so and definitely first, give the and definitely give the year for the people so they understand what we're talking about. So 2005, it was the first Money in the Bank WrestleMania 21. Mm-hmm. This is when they was primarily doing it at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. This was Chris Jericho's idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so Edge won. Mm-hmm. The other competitors was Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Shelton Benjamin, Kane, and Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that makes Edge definitely needed it. Right. So, so yeah. So this is this is how I'm gonna break. I want you to break it down. Oh. Um. Um. Who should have won it? If if not the person who won it, well, if you were fine with the person who won it, mm-hmm. if not, who else could you have seen win the money in the bank at that time? Okay. So the first one is Edge. Did you have an issue with Edge winning? Um, no, and, I, and the only reason why I probably would have at that time because I wasn't really big on Edge, so that actually explains why he needed to win it in itself. All right. <laughs> could you have seen? Could you have seen anybody else in that list? Um, what what was the list again? I'm sorry. Chris Ber- Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Sheldon Benjamin, Kane, and Christian. Hmm. At, 20, at, at 2005. 2005. In 2005. I mean, you know, honestly, I do feel Chris Jericho should have won the Money in the Bank. Like I genuinely just feel that way because, I mean, he's the first. Even but see, the thing is against him is. He beat Rock and Stone Cold in the same night to be like right. the the Galaxy Champion or whatever the fuck it was. So, um, I mean, man, no, you know what? Because I mean, Christian is just not meant to. Nah, I, not in thousand five. Yeah, not in two thousand five. So no, Edge was literally yeah, like out of that. Because Kane, nope, you don't. He don't need a belt either. Chris Benoit, nah. And I'm not, I'm not even saying that because of the aftermath. It's just nah. So, nah, Edge. I'll stick with Edge. Yeah, i stick with Edge because that was the moment that put Edge over. Yeah. He was borderline, but that put Edge over. Yeah. All right, so the next year, WrestleMania 22, um, Rob Van Dam was the winner. 
the, the people in the match were Matt Hardy, Shelton Benjamin, Ric Flair, Finley, and Bobby Lashley. Mm. Shit. Nah, they they got it right, Rob Van Dam. Cause <laughs> like you know, like when you look at that, I don't even want to see them niggas cash in. That was <laughs> like other than Rob Van Dam, I don't want to see nobody else even cash in on that list. Rick Flair's the money in the bank winner now. Yeah, that that would have been wild. That <laughs> that's that's wild. Rick Flair need the money in the bank. Come on, bro. Nah, never. That'd be wild as hell. Like you miss the money in the bank, Rick. I was big on Mr. Kennedy right there. So I was happy he won. Like, happy as shit he won. So yeah. in real time, yes. However, I, CM Punk at that time wouldn't have been mad at that. I wouldn't have been mad at CM Punk or Jeff Hardy, but I think they got it right with Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, because I don't think Jeff Hardy wins the title until 2009, I think. Yeah. But I wouldn't have mind if it was one of those three, but I think they got it right with Kennedy until he gets hurt. Okay. Right, so now we're in uh, 2008. Mm-hmm. This is WrestleMania 24. Um, uh, CM yeah. Punk wins it. Chris Jericho, Mr. Kennedy, Sheldon Benjamin, Carlito, John Morrison, and MVP. Mm-hmm. Before you go, mm-hmm. this is the first one we've talked about. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I wouldn't have been mad if any one of these people won. Yeah, I, I was looking at it. I was like, definitely, I'm not mad at, of course, not um, CM Punk, not MVP. I wouldn't have been mad at that, and I wouldn't have been mad at, um, damn, I was just getting ready to say it, uh, 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 Morrison. Those three. For me, for sure. Like I, I would have been, and I'm thinking back to that time because I was like, damn, I was like, like this, like this John Morrison thing, like his um his his you know version of the Doors and the psychedelic thing is really working. Like he's not great on the mic, but the in ring and the presentation is working. Um, so uh, those three, I mean, especially not MVP. I loved MVP. Um. Yeah. Another black champ. I would have, I would have jumped for that. You know what I'm saying? Like he actually is the reason why I started liking the whole thing of like balling. Like he, why I like it. It wasn't Jim Jones in the song. It was him doing it. And I was like, you know what? This song ain't really that bad. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh wow! I did not know that. Match, Christian Shelton Benjamin Kane, Finley Montel, Vontaze Vontaze Porter, MVP, mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston, and Mark Henry. Um, on this one, um, I'm not. CM Punk ain't have to win it, mm-hmm. but at this time, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have mind Christian winning it. I wouldn't have mind, of course, MVP winning it. Um, that's it. Like Finley, nah, I'm good. Uh, and Mark Henry is just like what's the name? Just like Braun Strowman winning. Yeah. And no. Kofi, ah, he'd be black. 
Now, see, Kofi was my pick this year. I remember this year because this is the this is the Randy Orton destroying the car year. Oh, that is that year. Yeah, so I was like, no, nah, Kofi need to win that because of what we just saw. He on fire. I want I want Kofi to win this. So yeah, like, cause that was the, the, the that was the segment where the accent left. <laughs> like, you like your car, Randy? You want your car, Randy? <laughs> So to the credit of CM Punk winning it, even though I was like, he ain't have to win it twice. Mm-hmm. This is, when CM Punk first won it, it, it was just like, ah, CM yeah. Punk won it. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was super underwhelming. It was. Yeah. So I think this one puts him over as somebody to pay attention to on the main roster from cool with that. Now, here's the point. To me, this winner here mm-hmm. is the whole entire point of money in the bank. Okay. 2010, WrestleMania 26, in ah. a match that included Shelly Benjamin, Christian, Kane, Matt Hardy, Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston, Evan Bourne, MVP, and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. The winner of the WrestleMania 26 Money in the Bank in, two, in 2010 was Jack Swagger. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. To me, that's the point of Money in the Bank. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And now I, I was happy for Jack Swagger. Um, I was happy that he won it, even though I believe my pick this year was either um, MVP, of course, and we know why. Uh, Kofi again, we know why. Or um, I want to say maybe Drew McIntyre. I, I think because I, I think um, I think this is the year when um, Sheldon Benjamin dyed his hair gold, and I was like, no, nah, fuck, dude, I'm not with that. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yep. And um and of course because I love the character of Matt Hardy version 1, I wouldn't have been mad if Matt won. Um I think I think this yeah, this is wait, 2010? Yeah. I th- yeah. So, um but Jack Swagger winning like this is literally like that match literally is supposed to be all the guys who were supposed to be like regarded as legends right now. <laughs> like if you think about it like the the um the propaganda and the promotion engine behind a Jack Swagger behind a Adolph Ziggler, but he's still there. You know MVP Evan Bourne. Uh, you know that that was that that was their Rey Mysterio replacement in my mind. I think I was like, no, you know what? We got another little guy that can really flip. You know, he's not Ray, but he could be Ray for white people. Like, you know, um, I mean Kane. Of course, he just finds his way anywhere. You know, Christian Sheldon Benjamin. Yeah, no, this is this match. I, I'll agree with you because. There was somebody, there was some multiple world champion, stable, labeled, stamped, I'm already in the Hall of Fame guy in every other match before this one. Yeah, so for me, like I said, that, this is the reason why the Money in the Bank ladder match existed. Mm-hmm. My pick that year was Drew McIntyre. Okay. Which, later on in the show, I have a guarantee connected to Drew McIntyre. Okay, cool. Good, because I, um, I need some explanation to what's happening. Yeah, so... Um, now in 2010, you have the Money in the Bank standalone pay per view. Yes. Um, so in this one right here, you have the quickest Money in the Bank um, cash in. Mm. Um, Kane cashed in later on that night against mm. Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Matt Hardy, but Ray Mysterio Jr. after he wrestled um, J- Jack Swagger. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in this one right here, 
Exactly. Um, and Kane won. Yeah. To me, Kane didn't have to win. Yeah, this was super trash. This was super trash. I, I, I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't spend money to get this pay per view at the time. I was extremely pissed. <laughs> I was extremely pissed. I was like, Kane. I was like, not only Kane won the match, but he won the title that night too. I was like, this is bullshit. It was the Kane show last night. This is bullshit. I remember saying it several times. Obviously, Cody, Cody Rose is my pick. He was the he was the he was so much the perfect winner that I was literally shocked that he won. Like I don't, I think I think in this I get on the Miz bandwagon this year because I was because um this was right after they broke up Miz and Morrison and you know that they, they did the whole who was going to be Mario Janetti angle with each other and he survived and I was like. Oh shit! <laughs> and then he wins money in the bank. I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "The who raw nigga won." That, that's what that's what I said. I was like, "Man, at least his hat is cool. The fedora is kind of cool. I fuck with it." And then this is when they put took him off the short. Yeah. On the draw. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So yeah, no, I, I he wasn't my pick. Um, I'm gonna say looking at this list, it was probably Randy Orton, um, or Mark Henry, obviously. Um, but yeah, that to me, the Miz, I think the most shocking one because it was the perfect winner and I didn't expect it. I thought they was gonna give it to John Morrison mm-hmm. because I felt they picked him and John Michael. Yeah, yep. Um, but they gave it to Miz, who turned out to be Shawn Michaels all, all along. <laughs> all right, so we got here in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2011, there are the, the master pay-per-view again. Mm-hmm. Um, for the SmackDown one, Wade Barrett, Kane, Cody Rhodes, Sheamus, Sin Cara, yeah. Justin Gabriel, and Keith Slater. Wow. Daniel Bryan wins. Wow. To me, this one right here. Now we're on point even again. Yeah. Because Daniel Bryan, the whole Nexus thing was going on and everything. Yeah. Um, but then, like, yeah, this is this is literally. Bryan is a winner, so it really gives him. It gives the whole. They're really gonna give him. Right. Yeah. This this shit is literally Nexus versus Kane and Cody Rhodes and Sheamus and Sin Cara. Um, so it's like the Nexus and the core. Right. Yeah. Um, looking at this, because I don't, I don't, to be real, I don't even remember this match, but my pick was obviously Cody Rhodes. <laughs> it was obviously Cody Rhodes with the mask on. Like, fuck. Both of us can say that anytime it gets to Cody Rhodes in a match, we was picking Cody Rhodes. Yeah, no doubt. Because I, I, was, I was not on Sheamus then. Matter of fact, I thought she- Sheamus was super trash right here. I think Sheamus is still super trash. <laughs> <laughs> cool as hell to play. You think you like cool as hell to play? I'm sorry. 
Yeah. I feel I you. Think he's try too, I think he's trying too hard, superstar. Mm. Hey, I, wow, wow, we got we got talking. You know what? You might have developed a segment right there. <laughs> um, but I will tell you what, real quick, who I was surprised just from the the talk about him. I'm surprised Heath Slater didn't win this match because Heath Slater was for some reason, and I don't know why. So maybe you can educate me. Heath Slater's supposed to be that guy. Like, in and out the ring. So I don't... I think so, too. But I, I would... I, have to, I think he was tagged as... As the people in Nexus. Mm-hmm. I think he was on the... I think there's a reason why Heath Slater still has a shot. Let me put it Okay, okay. I think there's a reason why he still has a shot. Out of everybody in Nexus that's still here, mm-hmm. the original... Yeah. That's the reason why Steve Slater still has a job. Okay. No. I dig he it. Had some terrible shit like Dream being all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that same night, Alberto Del Rio defeated The Miz, Rey Mysterio, Jack Swagger, R-Truth, Kofi, Evan Bourne, and Alex Riley. Mm. I think that even though this was a foregone conclusion to me, mm-hmm. I did not mind Alberto Del Rio winning it because I think it helped put over his character. Absolutely. Hey, listen. Mexican Ted DiBiase is one of my favorite characters ever. <laughs> Period. Like Mexican Ted DiBiase is one of my favorite characters ever. When he won the forty man Royal Rumble, I screamed. I yeah, I screamed Viva Del Rio like I am Mexican. Like that shows up on our Facebook on this day. Yeah, absolutely. And and to be fair, you know. Uh, my daughter's uh, mother is Mexican, and we celebrated like I was like, yo, I was like, oh shit, nigga, and and she, and she got, she was like, oh, he won. I was like, yeah, like the Mexican dude won. So you know, she celebrated, and she didn't even really understand why. And my daughter was just sitting there chilling. So uh, <laughs> now, the, my favorite cash in of all time. Okay. Happens to be Dolph Ziggler. Okay. But of course, Cody Rhodes is in the match, so I pick Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Um, who also was in the match? Damien Sandow, Christian wow. Tyson Kidd, Sin Cara, Tensa. <laughs> or Takashi 69. Whatever you were. Takashi 69. <laughs> um, or Latino Morella. But I didn't mind Dolph Ziggler winning it. Um, it was either for me, it was between him and Cody Rhodes. And to me, he had the best ever cash. Okay. I. I, f- I think I remember his cash now that you say that. That was Alberto Del Rio. Uh, oh, yeah. Because he tried to, like, he, he used the whole, um, damn, what what did he use? What, did, wouldn't, um, excuse me, what's her name? Oh, Vicky Guerrero. Wouldn't she, did she have something to do with it? Or am I thinking the nah, edge? Nah, this is when he was with AJ Lee and, um, ah. AJ Lee and Big E. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking at this. I definitely pick Cody or Damian Sandow. And and I know this is going to sound crazy, but fuck it. This is how I felt. I was really big on Damian Sandow. I was... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was big on it, and his win is coming up. I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, I, I'm i here for Genius 2000. Like... <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I was very upset. 
So real quick, mm. uh, we can get past this John Cena one. Um, yeah. Twenty twelve, he had one that night too, and this was the OG Money in the Bank. Yeah. Him, Chris Jericho, the man came in the big show. Yeah. I was really hoping that Chris Jericho won. If there was anyone that Chris Jericho could have won, it was him. Yeah. They gave it to John Cena, and John Cena is the first wrestler not to win the world championship on his passion. Yeah. He lost to Alberto Del Rio. Like. And see that that was the bullshit to me, because literally, I wouldn't have minded Big Show winning <laughs> if it wasn't gonna be a cash in. <laughs> right? It's like why you even need the stat, bro? Like, <laughs> like pass that shit to Kane or Big Show then. If if you're not gonna win it, yeah. But like, and and um, I am still very um upset. I guess that Chris Jericho is it's now what 2012. And Chris Jericho is still not winning money in the bank. I, the whole and, and and the reason why it's not it's not even because I think that Chris Jericho needs or will have quote earned the title shot. No, I just want him to walk around the briefcase to see what he will say that he has money in the bank. Like we missed a year or less of great Mike moments because Chris Jericho has not won the money in the bank. And. To somewhere in the 2013, mm-hmm. when I say I was ecstatic, even though Cody Rhodes is in this joint, yeah, I think this is fucked up face, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 23, yeah, 2013. This is Mr. Hyde, Cody Rhodes, which I was even more of a fan of. <laughs> Damien Sandow beat Cesaro, Fandango, Jack Swagger, Dean Ambrose, Wade Barrett, and Cody Rhodes to win money in the bank. And he loses to John fucking Cena. Yeah, see. Make him the second one to lose the cash in match. And he was the first one to lose it clean. Yeah. I was so pissed off. And I think that ended the character of Damien Sandow. Definitely. Like, Sandow needed that more than anybody. Uh, Out of all these winners we've talked about so far, Nobody needed money in the bank and to cash in more than Damian Sandow. And, and as we sit in 2018, some of y'all don't, y'all got to Google who the fuck Damian Sandow is. That proves that he needs to win that bat. So, yeah, and, and for the record, though, even though I was big on Sandow and Cody, of course, my third horse in this race was Antonio Cesaro because this is when he was coming out to the Swiss rap with the red jacket on, talking about how he speaks five different languages. And and I don't know why they can that character so quickly because that got over to me. And I I mess with even though I I want to send out a win I me, I mess with those picks. Yeah. Um. Now it gets to the uh, oh yeah, Randy Orton also won that night over CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Christian, Sheamus, and Rob Van Dam. I did not. This was the OG one. Yeah. Again, so this one was like anybody go ahead. As long as it's not Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I had um I, I had Randy Orton to CM Punk, so I won. <laughs> so, so now to the cash in that I predicted that was going to happen. Okay. Um now we're in twenty fourteen. That's why I was defeated Kofi Kingston, um, Dolph Ziggler, Jack Swagger, Rod Van Dam, Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when um Kane helped him win. Mm-hmm. Put him on the shoulder and helped him win and everything. 
do remember being in St. Louis. By the time um, in 2015, now I'm in St. Louis. Um, and myself, Boogie D, former program director in St. Louis, and A-plus was not a program director um, at the Wiz and Sensi. Mm-hmm. We, we were doing a little podcast, and the day before, the week, the Friday before WrestleMania, um, and this is on camera, <laughs> I said that Seth Rollins is passing at WrestleMania at mm. the end of the night. The end of the night, you're gonna hear Seth Rollins' music. Oh, Everybody wow. was like, "No, they're not cashing at WrestleMania. Mm. You don't do that at WrestleMania. Watch." <laughs> that right there, that WrestleMania in general might be the best WrestleMania I've ever called. Mm. I think I lost only one match, mm. but I called the cash in, so that one match didn't count. Because I said that he was going to lose to Randy Orton. He was going to win that night. Mm. Hey, yo, call, calling the cash-in at a WrestleMania at this point in time in life is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's like otherworldly, like, information. Like, yeah. Made that bitch a three-way. He won. And I was happy about that. Yeah. So that was that Money in the Bank 2014. That was just only one joint. Um, so then you got 2015. Yeah. Now the belts are just one again. 2015. Sheamus wins over Ziggler Kane, Kofi Kingston, Neville, wow. Roman Reigns, Randy Orton. Wow. I'm not going to lie. At that time, I was wishing Roman Reigns won it. Okay. Um, you know what? We, we've just now gone two in a row where it was a money in bank and I didn't care who won. That that that, that that that's what like by 2014, even though, you know what, even though I ended up being big on Seth Rollins, at this time I was not. So I was like, I don't give a fuck who won this match. And uh, but by the time WrestleMania came around, I was like, "Oh shit, Seth Rollins!" All right, not mad at it. Um, this one with Sheamus, uh, mm, I, yeah. Even I mean, even by this time, 2015, Randy Orton is like Randy. I was like, "Why is Randy Orton in this match?" Yeah, there we go. Th- th- yeah, th- this literally starts my "Why is Randy Orton in this match?" campaign, like, because <laughs> he's in a bunch of these like next. Generation, let's get the next star rolling. But Randy Orton's in the match type of matches. Like now, he's literally Kane now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So. Like Randy Orton is close to us. Yeah, absolutely. We all went to high school together. Right. <laughs> he was a cool upper class. Yeah. Yep. You know, they listen to me though. Uh, so, Dean Ambrose, he cashed in that night mm-hmm. and won the title. But he was in a match with Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, and Alberto Del Rio. Mm. I was not shocked to see Ambrose win. Um, I was hoping, honestly, I was hoping they gave it to Sami Zayn. Mm. Okay. Mainly because, again, going back to, I believe that this is the match that puts over character. And... 2014, between 2014 and 2016, mm-hmm. you can say that Sami Zayn may have been top five wrestler in WWE at that time. Wrestler. Okay, no. I feel you. I'm talking about as far as putting out quality of the matches. Mm-hmm. Between those years, I don't think many people can say they were putting on better matches in WWE better than Sami Zayn. Mm, okay. 
I roll with that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I knew they had to push the whole thing. I knew they had to push the whole thing with um, like the shield. Like the basically the whole the shield runs the WWE now basically is what what we were witnessing. Um, well, no, nah, that was no, that was all the, the shield broke up. Yeah, but still, but like, oh yeah, it's like yeah, the shield runs WWE even if they ain't together. Like, <laughs> so um, looking at this, I know my pick was Kevin Owens, um, and I think my pick was um, for Kevin Owens because I really wanted him to do the veteran advice thing uh, more. Um, not just for John Cena, you know, um, which I, I thought was one of the greatest things that could have been said on the fly. He was like, you know, John, I've been wrestling longer than you. He was like, and then after he beat him, you know, it was like, he's like, let me give you some veteran advice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, like Kevin Owens is officially my guy in the WWE. Um, and so, yeah, 2016, I think, is the start of that, if not late. 2015. So I really wanted Kevin Owens to win this match. Um, obviously, he did not. Um, by this time, I was wondering why Alberto De Rio was in this match. I was wondering why Chris Jericho was in this match if he's not going to win it. Um, Cesaro, I think, was wearing beats at this time, so I went on him. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, I mean, hey, Dean Ambrose, um, shocking pick to me, I- I'll be honest, because um, I still thought about that whole, you know, championship prototype because. Even though they do low key try to make him dangerous, stone cold Steve Austin, like un- well unpredictable Steve Austin, or, or schizophrenic Steve Austin, whatever you want to call him, um, I didn't think it was gonna work. So uh, yeah, I, there you go. Now, now we get to the current year. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Carmella had that bitch for two years. Yeah. Uh, but Carmella is the only woman to win a Money in the Bank twice because she won it at the pay-per-view, beating Charlotte, Becky Lynch, um, um, Natalia, and Tamina. Mm-hmm. And then she won it again two days later when they um, held it up mm-hmm. because of James Ellsworth with the same women. Um, I was shocked they gave it to Carmella, but again, this is why the person wins the money in the bank wins the money in the bank because you put over a character. Yeah. And it's been money, Mella's money ever since. Yeah, yeah. Even though I definitely felt Becky Lynch should have won this. I, look, I'm just going to say this. I think every year, I think everything now he thinks Becky Lynch is going to win because she has, she is the fourth, not only the fourth of the four horsewomen, mm-hmm. she sit, she's six. If you think about it, she's six. If you add Ronda Rousey's four horsewomen, yeah, because of Ronda Rousey and Shayla Baszler in NXT, and then you add Nata- I mean, then you add Naomi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Becky Lynch is so far down the total pole. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, and I, I really don't understand that. Um, uh, maybe, maybe it was the come at me, bro. Maybe it was just so bad they were like, nah. Not yet. Um, but then that same night, Baron Corbin beats AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Shinsuke Nakamura. I did not pick Baron Corbin. I did not think they were going to give it to the big guy. Mm. I did not mind it. They were going to give it to Shinsuke. Mm. Okay. Um, but that's when I thought they were giving everything to Shinsuke. Right. I won't lie. And, and it's not because I, I um, felt any way about this match as I look at it. I thought AJ Styles was going to win this match. 
Um, and that and that was and, and and I really thought that was just a way to be like, you know what, AJ Styles is being repackaged almost like a new superstar. Like at, at sometimes at some at, at times in his first year, year and a half, everybody knows who AJ Styles is. Obviously, when he shows up at the Royal Rumble, but. He was kind of being packaged like this brand new guy who was trying to make waves in professional wrestling. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, well, AJ Styles going to win this match. <laughs> so, um, so when Baron Corbin won, I was like, whoa, okay. Um, they're, why, why are they doing this? Because I, didn't he win the Battle Royal earlier that year? Or, yeah, or, is it, or is this the year before? Last year, the year before. Okay. So then I was like, so damn, I was like, damn. Battle Royal now Money in the Bank, you could, and this is this is kind of where to keep my timeline consistent. This is where I was like, he's going to main event at WrestleMania, like he's got to WrestleMania forty and he'll be headlining at WrestleMania. This is why because he won this match after winning the Battle Royal because that just don't happen for the six eight guy. That's um, dark, and I mean I mean dark as in uh, theme, not in complexion, people. I like the revival of the Bron- of the Baron Corbin um, character. Yeah, he cut his hair. Yeah, needed. Not with the constable. Yeah, I got I got I got to Google that word by the way. I mean, Jesus, Corbin is <laughs> is is not a bad pick in this um, in this um, group of guys. Like again, I think even though the match, the players of the match itself aren't really like, oh wow, this is really the future. But it's like for the guy that you probably know the least out of these guys and an NXT product. For sure, as far as WWE fans know, really good pick for the for the winner. Like a, a, another reason why, yeah, I was it, it was it's fucked up that um you know he ends up losing to uh, uh, Jinder Mahal in record time. Okay, so, <laughs> yes. Um, and I mean, hey, but what what that means to me is that the fix is still in on Baron Corbin. They just gotta find him a new opponent because when Bow Down to the King comes on and Triple H comes out and makes the matches, all of a sudden, <laughs> um, Baron Corbin will be a headliner or a henchman, however you want to see it. Um, so, okay, so it's like the King and the Constable. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's just wet. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, they they much I, it, the new authority with Kevin Owens is a better angle. Okay, it's the whole authority thing and all that. Yeah. Let me get a win this week over um um Kevin Owens and Constable Corbin. Yeah. Did get a win over Baron Corbin and Finn Balor. Yes, very shocking. And he got the pin. He got the pin. Yeah. So yeah. Yes, I can't wait for the constipated chant. Um, and then we already talked about, you know, Braun Strowman upsetting us with winning it. Yeah. Um, but I was equally upset that um, Alexa Bliss wanted to. Yeah. Just drop the motherfucking title. Right. Um, which that that's telling uh, in itself. Um, however, uh, it's it's wild how you definitely picked this whole match to a T just the wrong person which was actually the right person because like you literally saw Natalia doing what Alexa Bliss did <laughs> and I was like you know what you're, you're not I was like you're not off base with that <laughs> you're off base with the woman yeah five time yeah yeah on both brands too how the fuck that happened yeah she was the least talked about person on. She, she, her was more talked about than Alexa Bliss. Yeah, definitely. Name the match. You, you name the the amazing match you could think of from Alexa Bliss. That match that made you. Oh wow! <laughs> it doesn't exist. I'm just. Next one is looking at Alexa Bliss. Yikes! No, yeah. She managed Blake and Murphy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're... She came out at first with the little sparkles and shit. Mm-hmm. Then everybody thought she had a fat ass, but it was illusion because she's short. Yeah. yeah it, it works It works in their favor. It's decent, though, but it ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. But, yeah, then people thought that, that she was, you know, that they got her pictures, too, and it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little something about that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, hey, I, Team Little Big, and now I'm just saying that because that's what they call themselves, seems to be a real thing. And props to Braun Strowman for not being afraid of um, uh, ha- having a five foot woman, and vice versa. I I respect Alexa Bliss on a whole new level if she's really with Braun Strowman. <laughs> Yo, listen. That show was on. You saw that episode of Ride Along. No, I need to see it because I when. Oh, you yeah. see? I no, no. I, I, I seen the preview. On, I know you saw the. Uh, that's the one Facebook joint that I saw, and it was courtesy of Ride Along where they was getting a little bit too close. Mmm. Hey, listen. Oh no, you gotta watch that episode of Ride Along then. Oh yeah, no doubt. I oh I'm definitely after after seeing Money in the Bank and Raw, definitely. Definitely. Um yeah, hey yo, shout to Alexa Bliss though. You're not afraid. I like that. I like I, I like fearless women. I'll just leave it like that. That's that's ill. <laughs> that's ill. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, and and a o a an apologies to Blake or Murphy. I forget which one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Blake. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, sorry, sorry, Murphy. Right. Obviously, we've put together that John Cena when is the fix is in and you're done if John Cena is involved in your money in the bank um just period time your period of time so yeah, that that's unfortunate that's unfortunate um that's why the Cena sucks chance still go on people right there some bullshit like one okay if let's not waste time with Seth Rollins alright because I don't cause now I don't know if the knee thing is just a battle tested like angle to work to show that you're you're going through everything or if he really be hurt for real right and no disrespect to Dolph Ziggler but I honestly Really love tag team Dolph Ziggler more than I love singles wrestler Dolph Ziggler. Especially with this tag team with him and Drew McIntyre. Exactly. So, listen. I'm off. I would have been better if Elias won the title for 16 hours. And that would have pissed me off. But it wouldn't have pissed me off as much as this. Because now, like, y'all spent, what, two months now? Hyping up that this is the tag team that means business that is definitely going to take over Raw, but now one of the members wants the Intercontinental title, and the guy who's probably the most over at this current moment is just going to lose at Money in the Bank, a three star pay per view. 
Like, he could have been one of the highlights. Damn. Alexa Bliss catches in the same night. Elias wins the Intercontinental title. That ends, and Braun Strowman wins it, if you think that's a stat. And that becomes a memorable moment for a your extra marquee pay-per-view for 2018. Like, I don't get it. Like, that was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. So, I've been thinking about this, right? Hmm. I think Elias getting that world title shot. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to stand by because I, I, I don't even know how to respond to that. This Go ahead. Damn, this ain't no damn damn scene. Okay. This is a trying to make sense of a situation. Okay. Because everything you're saying is right. I think if you were going to do this, Elias should have been the champion. And then what they could have done is just had the the title, the rematch at mm. um, Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. right? They're doing the multi-man championship. And Elias is stating his claim that he wants to be in. Mm. But Elias is the cleaner over now. People cheer him until he says something about their city. Yeah. Which is so awesome. Everybody can you literally be cheering him and then he'll say, but everybody stinks in Biloxi, Mississippi. <laughs> Right. And say WWE stands for Walk with Elias all the time. Yeah. I don't expect them to drop. I don't expect Brock Lesnar to drop the title at SummerSlam. Okay. I don't. Don't see it. However, just like they're doing with Rusev at Extreme Rules, I can see them giving a rub to Elias. Hmm. And I think. The, the match Elias had with, um, yeah. the, with, no, with Braun Strowman. Oh, okay, okay. Some, some months ago. Yeah. On Raw, how he didn't run, he took it to him. Mm-hmm. That's always stood in my mind, how you can have somebody big. I mean, Elias is not a small dude. Right. But, you know, you have people kind of like running away from Brock and all of that stuff. Why well, I think that it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me if Elias were to win that multi-man match. Okay. And he ends up with the title shot. Okay. And and I think the interaction between him and Paul Heyman, I think, would be legendary. It's also, it'll get you away from the Roman Reigns thing. Um, mm. Bobby Lashley, you just need a manager. Because he can't talk. He was fucked up. Dog. <sighs> Yo. I wanted him to future endeavor him right when he grabbed that mic. <laughs> and then when he messed up, then when he messed up right, the shit. Man. But yeah, that's, just, that's the only thing I can think of. That's literally the only thing I can think of that he's going to win the multi-man match. Because to me, there's no reason to put the Intercontinental Championship on Dolph Ziggler. None. Because now it makes it look like Drew McIntyre is his bodyguard. Yeah. This makes it look like this is Shawn Michaels and Diesel all over again. Yeah. Yep. When to me, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler should be tag team champs. Yeah. Yep. Or at least going up against Woken for the title. Yeah. Like they should have been they they, they should have been beat the B team's ass and being like, Y'all worried about them and we gonna beat both of y'all. 
That should that that should be the angle right now. They should have been going there, beating the B team ass, and keeping Woken on notice. And another reason for this is because my guarantee. All right. This is coming soon. Okay. All right. So, yeah, but no, I I totally um agree with you on like yeah, this does make Drew McIntyre look like Diesel. I mean, hell, if we're gonna do that, then let then let Drew win the Intercontinental Title. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'll be honest. Even though I wouldn't have been too happy about it, I'm like, hey, well, at least Drew got another title. Let him know he out here and he's still here. Like, but yeah, no. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I bet, bet. So yeah, so man, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand this at all. Um, I will say now that you brought it up that it did stick out in your mind. Um, I will say this: the aspect of Braun cashing in. And uh, and uh, being the Universal Championship and the whole Elias Braun for the Universal Title angle feud, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. So, and I just I'll just table it right there because I don't know what else to say. Um, hey, it's finally Rusev Day, like for real. Yeah. Like it's finally fucking Rusev Day. Um, after, I mean, I I'll just say it. I'll just say it like this. I'll say. After a year, a solid year, possibly a year and a half of blatant disrespect to the most over guy on SmackDown, and at one point I would say wrestling without doing anything, (laughs) but getting a guy that can sing to announce him, Rusev has finally won a match that matters that will propel him into a main event. That is phenomenal. That is great. That took a long damn time. Um, I want to know why. But I'll just stick with being happy because we are going to get AJ Styles versus Rusev for the WWE title. I won't lie. Uh, Best match news I think I've heard this year. Remember when Sheamus won that battle royal? Yeah. Jesse Body Ventura said, this is for anybody who didn't win and hasn't won the world title. And Seamus won it. <laughs> and then he had a table match. And I think Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, Comes out of extreme rules. Hey, okay. Don't be surprised. Hey, and I love AJ Styles. Okay. <laughs> don't be surprised. Like, yo. Here's why I'm saying don't be surprised. Okay. Not only, not only just because of what I just said right there, but it's a fourth. We all believe that AJ Styles is going to win this. There, I don't think there's not one person outside of wrestling mm-hmm. that sees AJ Styles versus Rusev, know the name, and go, oh, man, Rusev got a chance. <laughs> so, we would be lying if we said otherwise. Because mm-hmm. even as I say this, we hope that Rusev wins this title. Right. We hope that they at least give him a good match. All of those things we hope. But, 
That's why I'm like, look, I would not be surprised if Rusev wins this championship. And then they do the return match at SummerSlam. Because now the 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 rivalry is set. Mm. But imagine at Extreme Rules if he wins the match and then they say Rusev then. <laughs> well, you're gonna get an unexpected pop, an unexpected moment at a pay per view. A throwaway pay per view. Mm. A pay per view that could very well be the Clash of Champions in WCW. Because <laughs> right now, if in thinking of Clash of Champions, mm. some of the notable people that got title shots at the Clash of Champions, one of them include Bobby Eaton. Yeah, beautiful Bobby. Bobby. Did you really think beautiful Bobby was going to beat Ric Flair in the two out of three falls match? Nah. Nah, not Flair. Not, not Flair and WCW. <laughs> so this is what this is right now, ladies and gentlemen. However, beautiful Bobby Eaton won over. I mean, Bobby Eaton won over. Mm-hmm. Like, who said this? I'm not going to guarantee it. What I'm going to say is, however, is this. If it happens, cut this part of the audio up and put this bitch up on social. <laughs> yeah. In the video, put it. It, it just in the video, just have hashtag bang be known. And then underneath it, first black chat podcast. Done. <laughs> because it would not surprise me if Rusev come out of there the chance. Because also, think about it like this. Also, what's next for whoever is going up against AJ Styles? Mm. Is it Samoa Joe? Is it, is it a, a returning Dean Ambrose? Because that's the only other thing I can think of. The only other thing I can think of is that Rusev loses, but AJ Styles is attacked by a returning Dean Ambrose, which sets up a Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles main event at SummerSlam. Only two things I can think of. Hmm, okay. But as you see, one of them is AJ Styles winning and getting his ass whooped. Right. The <laughs> other one is AJ Styles getting his ass whooped and losing. Right. Either way it goes, AJ Styles don't get out of this unscathed. But something's going to be set up for, uh, for SummerSlam. is either returning Drew Ambrose, I mean Dean Ambrose, or Rusev wins. Hmm. I don't okay. see nothing else. If 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 AJ Styles wins a match against Rusev, team, it's expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to do something else with that team. Now you got to lose it. Shockingly, okay. like Seth Rollins did the other day. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, there was nothing more shocking than that on, on Raw. I think this, well, I won't say this year. So I think something else happened. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Seth Rollins losing after a pay-per-view, after a, a, a nice match to somebody that we really see in the title hunt pictures. And I mean that for both the Universal, because you just got everybody's in the hunt because the title don't be on TV <laughs> and the Intercontinental title. That that was, that was shocking for him to lose on Monday night. So, uh, so no, I get it. Okay. I, the only thing I want in all this, I just I just want Aiden English to stop rapping. Let's let's just go back to the you know. Hey, 
you got to leave. You got to leave the third greatest, the, the <laughs> third biggest graduate from Lane Township alone, man. You see no. that he had hey, Here's why Michelle eight million dollars. <laughs> I've been mean to do it. So, so if you guys didn't know that he had on the Chicago, if you guys didn't see at Money in the Bank, which is in Chicago, he's from the Chicago land area. Yes. Um, but he also had on um, a blue jean fit. Yeah. A blue jean fit that had um, Chicago, the you know the, the the stars of the Chicago flag, the colors. Mm. But he also, what you might have missed, is that he had the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. I liked it. And what made it even better is that he had Inglewood. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 I was like, now I don't know if he had the Austin neighborhood. That's where I'm from. You're right. But the fact that he had Inglewood on the joint. I was much respect to the third biggest graduate of Lions Town. <laughs> First is David Hasselhoff. Second is me. Mm-hmm. There you go. Third is there you go. Shout out to David Hasselhoff too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, man. And look, and I get it, but look, I I rather the um the opera version. I rather that. I mean, I know we're trying to get his bars off because he got a lot to say. Right, but fine. You know what? Do new school R and B to it. That worked the same way for me. But he really, he really be trying to get his URL together, and I'm like, oh, come on, Aiden. We here to hear you sing the Rusev Day, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, uh, uh I, I forgot some of the things that he was like. He was like the Rembrandt of Rage. Like, I want to hear the Rembrandt of Rage be sung. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear all these bars about what you got to come and see because we get to No, no, no. Fuck all that. No bars. No bars. I want harmony. I want harmony for Rusev Day. So, I mean, hey, that's that's just me. All right, cool. So, Garen Damn Tease, right? What you got? Yes. Um. Okay. So, Garen Damn Tease. I, and, I, and I might have used this, um, but hell, I'm going to use it again because the Money in the Bank made me use it. Um, Ember Moon versus Naomi or Ember Moon and Naomi, the tag team should and has to happen. I wouldn't mind both of them being what Sheamus and Cesaro ended up being for each other. They go through, have a string of matches. I think their matches will be better than those two. That's just me personally speaking. And then they end up kicking off what could be a very great women's tag team division um I just like I, I like everything that surrounds both of them um and uh, I do want to see that however however I will say this my guarantee is Ember Moon is going to be the Raw Women's Champion before Christmas okay. there it is like so yeah so that um as that match went on at Money in the Bank I was really shocked she didn't win. I was like, whoa, Ember Moon's going to win this match. I was like, damn, but damn. Because my picks was going to be wrong. But I was like, it's Ember Moon. 
so I ain't tripping. Ember Moon is going to beat somebody for the Raw Women's title uh, this year. This year. Um, and and um, this whole angle with Ronda Rousey lets me know that, nah, they're going to save her title uh, for a later pay-per-view. Um, everything in my mind says that will be WrestleMania. So that's kind of a two-in-one, but that's what I got this week. Ember Moon wins the Raw Women's title by Christmas. Ronda Rousey wins the women's title by um on WrestleMania. That's what I got. All right, so before um, I send you this picture. Okay. To, to bring home my dear and damn Okay. Um, do you foresee them adding titles to the women's division anytime soon? Um, I at this you know what? Um, if, if they're going to go the route of making those women tag teams be on both shows, then yes, because I don't, I think there is enough, but there isn't, there's enough women, but there's not enough women that are probably willing to be tag teams at this point. Okay. All right. Darren I just sent you a photo. Oh, Okay. Now, if you guys have not been following the character for um, Drew McIntyre, one of the th- two of the well, one of the big things that I've noticed is that he's been saying and he's been continually saying is that he wants to change the culture in the WWE. Mm-hmm. He said that he wants to change the locker room. Yeah. Of the WWE. Yeah. Cam, you answer this question as well. Who was thought of as the locker room leader in the WWE? Roman Reigns. One of the main reasons why Elias winning would not surprise me is because I believe by SummerSlam, we're going to be seeing a match that puts Drew McIntyre. And Roman Reigns together. Mm. Okay. Roman Reigns is not only the locker room leader, but he is still thought of as the future of the WWE. Yeah. Who was the future of the WWE years ago? Drew McIntyre. With the, some of the greatest interest. Yeah, by Vince McMahon. And he has some of the greatest interest in music ever. Yes. Okay. And I believe that Drew McIntyre is going to have a big part of it, along with Dolph Ziggler, along with Constable Corbin. Okay. Let's look at some of the, the leaves that's been thrown out there. Constable Corbin worked for Stephanie Nash. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre was thought of as the future beforehand, so of course he has a great relationship with Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler is Dolph Ziggler. He's the OG. Yeah. Pretty much. Right? Mm-hmm. So you got all of that with the Triple H connection, with the Vince connection, 
emotionally connected. Mm-hmm. Right. They're all connected. Right. So to speak. Now, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Because I Go think, ahead. is there any room in that nucleus, like I believe it is, for Kevin Owens? Beautiful. Okay, keep going. But I'm just going to leave them out for now. Okay. Because Constable is with Stephanie. Vince is with um, Drew. Okay. Right? And don't nobody really like... Um, don't nobody really like Roman. <laughs> right. Roman gets... They've already complained. They you know you got to complain to get what you want, but we just go up in there and take it. That's a shot at Roman. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me that Elias is going to win because after the picture that I just sent you, mm-hmm. which I guess was at a house show, oh, wow. you see a picture of Drew McIntyre, and I retweeted it on my Twitter page, mm-hmm. you see, and this is the cover, I want this to be the cover. Okay, bet. Done. Because I want you to see even the size difference between Roman and Drew McIntyre which I never really thought of, and I never really noticed. Roman Reigns looks up at Drew McIntyre. Like yeah. Him. Yeah. And if there's anybody that can be physical in a match with Roman, that's not Braun Strowman, that could possibly still give you what you want, and get put over. Mm-hmm. It's Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... This is not just a guarantee. This is guarantee pray, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't want Roman Reigns versus. I don't want Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the title again. No, at least not now. No, I'm tired of that. Like I was tired of John Cena versus Randy Orton. Yep. Like I was tired of John Cena versus Edge. Like I was tired of Edge versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like I was tired of Triple H versus a couple of people. Yeah. Randy Orton in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want new blood. You want new matches. You want to put people on pedestals. You want to not necessarily make everybody a top guy, but you want to put people in that position where you could take look. You already got Shawn Michaels and and Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Just turn Drew McIntyre into the Diesel. Yeah. Not the character, right? But, but the, the, the big Diesel. Yeah. That big old dude. Why? Because you can, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, and um, to your point about the stand-up, uh, remember that um, episode of Raw where um, where Braun Strowman and, and, uh, and Drew McIntyre basically looked each other in the eye? And I was like, damn, Drew McIntyre big as fuck. Like, <laughs> I was like, he he literally can't, like, we they can't work the monster angle against him because they're looking each other in the eye. So yeah, let's do it. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, SummerSlam, make that shit happen. Hey, you know what? I'm not mad at that, especially if it involves Roman Reigns taking the L, and um. It, that that whole change in the culture of the locker room thing is an interesting thing that he was saying. Um, and now it does make more sense because just, yeah, just three months ago, um, Roman Reigns was speaking for all the boys in the back who were tired of the champion. 
And it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, and I think I think here on the first Black Champ podcast, we asked the question, is Roman Reigns to win title? And obviously, Drew McIntyre answered with hell yeah, and it's time to stop that shit right now. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. <laughs> you know, awesome. Hey, that let's let's just stop it right there. Oh, but real quick, I don't know if anybody is like really excited about this, but you know, uh, James Ellsworth is back. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, do it do with that as you wish. Um, Make sure you follow us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make sure you follow us. Follow, follow me primarily more on Instagram. Um, I do tweet every once in a while, um, but um, but Instagram, I'm uh, Instagram is my favorite social media platform, um, bar none, hands down. I, I wish people communicated like they do on my Facebook, like they do on Instagram, because then I would never be on Facebook again. But some some conversations, yes, you just you do need more characters. Uh, but yeah, you know, follow us. First Black Champ is really just the hashtag. You make sure you follow the show on iTunes, on Google Play, on SoundCloud. We don't have uh, an account for that. You need to follow us. You know what I'm saying? Follow JR Bank. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Damn it. But yeah, I mean, might as well do it like that because I'm going to stay for the fourth. I'm not going to leave on the fourth. I'll yeah. Leave on the fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, 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 that sounds like a nightmare. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But yeah, man, I'll be home. So that means next week's first Black Cat podcast will be spent in person, not on the phone, you know, as we normally do. Yeah. But we still do a great job of. So, yeah. Hey, we're going to be celebrating the year, so we might as well go ahead and bring the champagne, you know. bring the ripple. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's going to be a party, Trey might slide through. There it is. You know, since he's the third man on the podcast, he's throwing a party up in Logic Radio. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? DJ, is that going to be DJing rap music? No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe we can go through and uh, uh, just, you know, play some of the favorite themes. A theme music or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll think of something. We'll, it's it's got to be a, a great celebration in order. You know what I'm saying? We'll be, uh, you know, technically, it, it's. I think it would be July 8th, but we're going to celebrate July 1st. We celebrate July 1st. We're going to celebrate July 1st because that was the idea anyway. It was really a matter of circumstances of just, again, you getting here, we recording the show. So technically, it is July is the one year anniversary, and we just gonna take time out to acknowledge us, ce- celebrate us, and one year of first Black Champness. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just how we do it. So you stay tuned for that. See you um, next week. You know what I'm saying? And um, if you ever, ever want to talk about professional wrestling, you know, in an unconventional way. You do so by tuning in to the first Black Champ podcast. Quotes, bang, we are out.